Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Borcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us today, happy to have him again, Peter Hawley, President and CEO of Fabled Silver Gold, trades in Canada under FCO, and for friends in the U.S. under FBSGF. For those new to the story, but you're taking a close look because we're starting to see movement in precious metal, gold prices, silver prices, right across the board because inflation concerns taking place in the U.S., south of the border for us, then you come to the right place. Here's what you need to know about the company. They control 100% of the Santa Maria gold and silver property in Mexico. It's a high-grade, underground silver gold mine situated in the center of the Mexican epithermal silver gold belt. What does that mean? Well, what, why should you care? That gold belt has produced more silver than any other equivalent area in the world for 500 years. And the mining-friendly jurisdiction Corral, where the Santa Maria is at, has produced over 250 million ounces of silver. There are major multiple operators in the vicinity, specifically Grupo Mexico, borders right on the Santa Maria, and it already has a silver equivalent, 43101, of 3.2 million ounces indicated, 1.1 million ounces inferred. But they're looking to cl- they're looking to add to that because over the last year they've conducted two types of drill programs above and underground, targeting previously untested areas that they believe to contain further mineralization that will add new ounces to the current 43101. The good news, both programs have demonstrated high degrees of success with the above ground program defining a new high grade gold system within an area that was previously unknown mineralization. The underground program was successful in locating the various types of mineralized sources responsible for the high grade ore encounters. So it's been a great symbiotic there. Collectively, the two programs have vastly improved Fable's understanding of the entire mineralized system and how to target mineralization. And that's what we're here to get into a little more detail about. Peter, welcome back. George, you, you did such a great job. I don't have to say anything now. And that's a wrap in the way. <laughs> hey, did I earn did I earn my fabled? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you did well. You did well. Yeah. I figured you know I must have put in a little extra work and said, and you said you a great hat too, but it may not fit on the streets. So I don't want to push my luck. But um, you you put out some recent, you know, you continue to put out news. Uh the last piece of news was November 16th. You keep having great drilling success. Uh, and I think what we want to do is talk about uh, you know, how that how successful the drilling has, how successful that's been. Uh, talk about the difference between exploration drilling, definition drilling, and where you're going to be in the next three months. Uh, so yep. if you're okay with that, I'm going to share our screen. So give me a moment, everybody at home. Let me just scroll on down here. All right, Peter, you can see that? I can. All right. Um, so there's six slides here. You're going to kind of walk us through what's happened and then, you know, where do you think you'll, because I know you want to talk about where, what you might be doing the first quarter of 2022 and then for the rest of 2022. So I'll give remote control over to you here and you can kind of walk us through so give everyone a good description of what's happening. Okay. So why we're taking this format is I just want the people to realize or the, the shareholders in the company or potential shareholders, is we started out 
looking for an epithermal high grade vein structure. Originally, they thought there there was two veins, Santa Maria, Santa Maria dose, and that was it. And you followed those. And I want to talk about what, what we really know now, what we've discovered. So when we started, uh, we we started drilling in about this this section, and we drilled the first three holes, George, across here, one, two, and three. And if you remember, the first intersection was about 68 meters. Uh, of Hold on one second, Peter. I want to make sure that your um, I want to make sure that your mouse is working there. Oh, there it is. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, start that again if you don't mind. Just that, that way. Yeah, no, no, no. So in this area, we drilled holes one, two, and three right off the bat, and we drilled it, and uh, we had about sixty-eight meters of, of, of silver mineralization with high grades in both ends. But at the time, we found it on the contacts of, of, of a dike, and we didn't understand. We haven't explored or thought about this dike or anything else. And we didn't pay much attention to it. And then we drilled off in this direction and then we drilled up here and then we came up here and then we ended up coming back here, George, and then we sent ended up this way. And now we're coming back here. So here's what we found out is you know what? The mineralization it has exactly what I said it had structure unstructured. Structure controls this thing. And in this structure, you have these hydrothermal diorite dikes. Now we know that there's various generations of them, but also what are those, by the way? Because there are gonna be a lot of people watching who don't know what that means. So so somewhere's a depth underneath there, here there's a mineralized intrusive. And these dikes are actually like fingers, George, uh, coming up from, from underground. So you can imagine if you looked at your palm of your hand and you looked at the, the palm part, that would be the intrusive itself, which is mineralized, and then the thing your fingers going up would be the dikes. Okay. Yeah. So what? So we started drilling. We went around the property drilling, and, and over in this area was hole twenty, and hole twenty was the goal discovery. And then we marched across this way. Is that is that some? Uh, because I don't think your point is working, so I don't want to interrupt you, Peter. Oh, uh, oh, there you are. Okay, good. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I just have to keep it activated a little bit once in a while. So we started we started drilling over this way and hit the gold domain. Now. And then we realized that there's a sheeted dike complex, and then all of a sudden, yes, we have these dikes, and what's the importance of these? And we started outlining. And then further underground drilling and everything else tied in this set of dikes. So you have a dike going this way, which is mineralized, causing the mineralization, and you have a second dike going this way. Now, if you look throughout the property and start looking around what we're seeing, we're seeing vein structures and breaches up in this area. We're seeing north cell structures and see this big swarm here. And you see all these veins coming out, of, uh, radiating out of this one core in this area. So in very close observation in the field, you guys went out after our drilling successes and started looking. And here they discover outcropping mineralized dike. And then over in this area, they, they went and again. Show me that with your mouse if you don't mind retaining this area. Right, okay, perfect. And again, they found the uh, outcropping of the mineralized dike. So what? So that took us into uh, drilling it on the exploration program. And as we drilled it, George, we got enough data into it that we could actually model it. So this is the dike model over a kilometer, and it's four hundred meters, four hundred meters deep, and one kilometer long so far. 
And this How, number, now, relatively speaking, for people who are new, is that a really big uh, area there, 400 meters by, oh, yeah. by kilometer? Yes, it, it is, and, and and open in all directions. The 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 thing to note is this mineralization you're looking at here. If we go back to the other slide, is actually what you're looking at right here. Okay, great. Only okay, and the main resource is right here, George. So we're looking away from it. So this piece, or it looks like a big wad of bubble gum. Yeah, I was about to say it looks something like that. Yeah, what, yeah. what are we looking at there? Yeah, that's what it looks like. So it, it's the dike and all the different shapes it takes and everything else. And you see the drill holes coming down here and, and piercing it. Now, now that we know the, the, the importance of this mineralized dike, um, we went back and, and we drilled holes one to 36 were expiration holes, which ended up us evaluating these dikes and recognizing them. And of course, the golden name and everything else. And then and then the uh, recognition that, you know what, these dikes and on the edges of the dikes, you have breccia zones, which are mineralized much higher grade than the dikes. And then also you can have breccia zones in the dikes. And sometimes on the breccia zones, you'll have quartz veins. And, and realizing that made things a lot easier. So if we go into this slide, and this is the gross value of the rock. And it's gold, uh, gold times uh, silver times the width. And this is contoured into continuous grades. And if you look in this area, this is our gold domain that we, we found and we'll be reporting more holes around this area in a very short period of time. But you can see these, these plunges coming down. If you notice these trends, yeah. this, way. this is the dike, George. This is the dike. This is the dike that's going north, uh, northeast. And this is the dike going pretty well east-west. So if I go back to here, the one I just showed you here, if you can see that. Yeah. Good. Is this. Okay. Right. So what, what, does, that, what does that mean? We're not doing infill drilling in the, in the thing and everything else, but realizing that is, is how much success have, have we been having? If we go to the next slide, the red box here refers to the resource that you mentioned that we began with almost a year ago, George, approximately 4 million ounces. It was right there. Here's the addition of mineralization from the dike, which I just told you about, and then the dike going uh, westward, and then the gold plunge coming this way. The definition drilling that we're doing is we're filling in these gaps, such as in this area, filling in gaps in this area. We're going to be filling in gaps in this area and filling in a couple of little gaps over here. Because up until now, you're just trying to define the sizes or the dimensions of it. You aren't I, looking to get real, real short intervals. That's correct. That's correct. What, what I want to see is I want to see the bigger picture. You know, does this... That does the total mineralized section, you know, is it from here to way over here? Or are they shoots within it, within a lower grade domain? Or, or how is it? 
Um, these color contours that you know, we're using, which the hot spots, of course, are the red, the highest values. You can see that there's quite a pile of them starting to develop. And the only reason why George it changes right here or whatever, it's just because we don't have a drill hole in here. That that's it's just lack of drilling. And I think hole 46. I think that's hole 46 that we're supposed to drill in this area right here. So what we're trying yeah, to yes, yeah, it's 46 SM146 in process. Yeah. So so we're trying to fill in these gaps and these gaps and the only reason and, and we just haven't had drilling. So we're trying to fill that in and work our way down here and fill this in and that way to get a good idea of it. Before we go on the next one, are you happy with, you know, you said you're trying to define this to see what you got big picture. Are yep. you happy and pleasantly, you and your team happy and pleasantly surprised by how much you found outside that initial red box? We have um, very, very happy, but you get, you got I guess what, what's interesting or what we're happy about is we know what the controls are now and the controls are the dikes. And so if you see a dike or you hit a dike, pay attention to it because that, that is a conduit for mineralization. And we keep seeing that and that change, that makes things much easier. And then on top of that, George, the, the, the dike rock is hard as bullets. So as far as down the road, if you were ever to mine in here or whatever, you know, it's very good ground for, for uh, drifting in underground. So, so you can kind of see, you know, if, if this box right here is, is 4 million ounces, you know, this area all around it is, is greater in volume. So you'd expect it to be much larger. How about from a, from a you know, density point of view, from an intensity point of view, is the surrounding area consistent with the original 4 million ounce area? It's an extension thereof. And, and the interesting thing, if people had noticed on the 28th of October, we had our voting on the proper spin-out, but also our AGM, and we had a new director come on board. And the new director is Roger Scammell, a very good friend of mine. And actually, um, I think the second job I ever had, I replaced Roger's chief geologist at the Randall Arctic Mine up in, in, in Valdor, Quebec area. I've, I've known, my wife's known Roger longer than I've known Roger. And that's oh. over 35 years. So uh, that, that's a while. But anyway, Ro Roger was the head of tech corporation for uh, Mexico. And uh, his claim to fame while being in, in, in Mexico was, you know, the Elemon gold deposit down in Guerrero State and the identification of that big belt, which now today is, is a major gold area. And then on top of that, is the um, um, no one thought that because of the age of the rocks in Mexico that the rocks were too young and you couldn't find these big volcanic mass sulfide deposits. And Roger and his team, under his direction, they, they found the St. Nicholas VMS deposit, and that was 72 million tons. Um, that's that's a big boy. So, so he really knows the stuff and, and going through this material with Roger and talking to our project manager and our guys down there, we've come to realize, and, and it's, it's just, I guess the, the other chaps never caught on or whatever is they said, yeah, we remember drilling these dikes, but we never paid any attention to these dikes. And I said, yeah, but what about the brutches that you get mineralization uh, on, uh, on the sides? Well, we never paid any attention to that. We were looking for this. 
And uh, and they said, now we understand. Wow, it was right under their nose the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So what, what does that mean, the identification of that stuff for, for down the road? And going to the next slide, this is where it gets kind of cool. So now that we know about these dikes, and uh, hopefully you can see my cursor yeah. working. Okay. So here, here's the northeast trending dike. Here's the deposit here. And here's this big dike here. Okay. Oh, try your mouse again. It wasn't working on that side. How's that working? Yeah. Okay. So we have this dike here trending kind of north, north, or west, northwest. We have this dike northeast. Now, right here, if people can see this on that line right here, this is a very young basalt and it sits on top of all the other rocks. So this young rock sits on top of this green rock. And so we can't see what's underneath here. But look at this. Right in this area, and we've drilled this, we had hole number 11 hit this structure in our exploration drilling. And on surface, we have uh, various uh, silver boundaries. We have a northeast trending dike. George, there it is. Look at that. Yep. Pretty clear. Up here, and people have heard me talk about this in the early days, we have this big north north south fault, and it's coming down through the property. Now, if I was a betting man, I would say that this comes down all the way down to here. And this and this was joined at one time. And this thing moved this part up here. Instead of this coming out here, it got moved a little bit up to here. And we can see the vein and everything else. So this target is wide open. We don't know how far it goes this way, George, or anything else. This target is wide open. We don't know how far it goes this way. We have these other veins here. We don't know what those are doing. We have this, what we call the northern northern. You've got about 21 veins you want to still take a closer look at, yeah. right? Yeah. So 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 we took a quick poke at them doing our exploration program. And yes, we, we found out we got values in this. We know about this breccia. We couldn't go over here because of uh, access. It was very hilly. We uh, do some road building and everything else. So wide open. So I, I think what'll happen is our next drill program, George, is we're gonna have two drills. And, one and, and when would that be now towards the end of the year? Um, no, I suspect what's going to happen, George, is our original, uh, drill program right now uh, will finish, uh, if not the end of this month, probably the first week of December, George. And then we're going to sit back and, and compile these results and everything else and, and get ready for another drill program. But at the same time, we'll be looking at, you know, how much did we gain in, by our drilling in this area? In addition to our exploration successes that we had, you know, that, that we're talking about here, that, you know, wide open, all this stuff. Now, what people have to realize is that, you know, this is not normal to have something this busy with so much structure and so much mineralization. Yeah, and I'm glad you say that because it looks great, but I was actually going to ask you, relatively speaking, you know, uh, how, how good is it to have all, uh, all four of these, right? Because it looks like a traffic jam. Looks like the truth looks like the supply chain problems on most ports, and those are all the, the ships yeah. who are just looking to find a home. 
Well, look at this, George, right here. Can you see my mouse going here? Yep. Okay, right there, down to 120 meters, is 4 million ounces that you were talking about. Look at size, size, potential, size, potential, size, potential. This new, new dike here, size, potential. So, you know, you have one area, two, three, four. You already know four million plus is here. You know how this is shaping out. This is going to be quite interesting down the road. Now, what, what's really mind-boggling is if we look at the final thing, and everyone's heard me yakking about this and this and all this other stuff. This is actually our interpretation of what we know that's going on. It's not thinking anymore. It's no. And here's a great big northern fall coming down, displacing. Displacing this northeast dike, displaced up to here. This is the one we hit with hole 11. This is open in all directions. We've got another great big fault coming down here. And then we have all these other main veins coming down in this direction. And then, of course, we have the mineralization here and the dike here. Now, if you guys remember, I've been saying it from day one, structure on structure. Look at this big structure here, structure here, structure here. I mean, that is a beautiful area to drill. This is a beautiful area to drill. All along here, it's a beautiful area to drill, and it hasn't been drilled. But this has, and this has. So I think with two drills, George, one drill dedicated to drilling this as pure exploration, and one drill starting to define this further, and build this out, and then as this gets meteor, it'll be added onto it to, to give it total size. So you got to remember, we went from zero to a hundred miles an hour in less than a year, George. And this, if you if you saw what this this map looked like at the beginning, which was basically two little veins coming along here, and that was it. But you knew you had something because you didn't come out of retirement for no reason. You had you had a good hunch, and it, Peter, is it uh, um, is it fair to say your hunch looks like it, it's paying off? Well, I know I know on the the talk we had with Roger and uh, the guys at on site when we were going through this with Roger, and these were some of the slides we were going through when we talked about potential. And various, we're showing various rock textures and all this other good stuff that we do. That um, Roger at the, at the end of the meeting, he like he said, "Well, I'm very excited about this. Uh, this is you just got to drill. You have to drill." And so, um, so I mean, he, he's had his successes too. So he's seeing what I'm seeing. So uh, I'm, and that's important also because he's had great success also. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not going to be wasting his time. Doesn't guarantee if you want to make sure we tell everyone that at home, but you know, he's he's got a, he's convinced that this is the right place he should be drilling. Yeah, it's very nice to have uh, confirmation from a, a peer uh, or a respected peer that yeah, you have something really good here, you know, <laughs> type of thing. George, so but, you've done you've done a lot of drilling up for the last year. 
And, the, and I guess it's going to be a bit of a pause here before you start your, your the next program. Do you have enough to maybe update the resource estimate and come out with a, a new preliminary number knowing that you're going to be doing even more drilling in 2022? Yeah, that I think we do. And we'll be looking at that internally um, just to make sure um, because of COVID and everything else, we've actually had a, a QP, a qualified person. So in other words, a geologist or whatever, as a professional geologist on the property already, uh, who is a third party and a resource specialist. And he has done all of his um, due diligence on protocol and visiting the drills and surface and underground and core logging facilities and pictures of core and specific gravities and you know assay results and duplicate you know all these things that that you do to to say it's real and that went on for three or four days um so that that's been done in case we do want to go that way um but we're just going to see you know what this the last part of this drilling brings us because uh, we do have more than enough money that you know if we want to drill another two or three four thousand meters I could keep drilling if I want. And, I, and actually, I was going to ask you that, but first, so if you first, I want to finish off my last point. If uh, if you uh, if you become out with something new, do you have a ballpark when you might come out with an updated resource estimate? Uh, it would be fairly fast because the author uh, of uh, right. the author for the new report is the same person that uh, wrote the. Uh, resource section that you referred to in the the report for the transaction in the last year so that four million ounce database he has that already <laughs> so he's just got to add you know he's just got to add fifteen thousand meters of drilling to it or something like that and then remodel the whole thing come out with the number so he can come out with a number pretty freaking fast i mean we we keep track of our numbers internally from our own modeling but we're we're not an independent third party, George. So we we yeah. yeah. So so yeah. that is we gotta be ready for the first quarter at some point. Oh yeah, I, I would think by mid mid first quarter if we go that way, it's it's a reasonable expect, expectation to have right that on, right around Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know. And then, and then the other thing people should should think about too is uh, I don't know how much you're following the news, but I was reading some articles in Kitco and a few other things. I mean, the the Canadian Institute of Mining of uh, Silver, and not the Canadians, the World Council of Silver, they're they're expecting silver consumption this year to be over a billion ounces for 20, uh, 2022 for the first time since 2015, over a billion ounces of silver being consumed. Think about that. What, why all of a sudden, the, why all of a sudden such, a, such a big move? And, and oh, it, it, all has, it all has to do, do with the, uh, the green movement, George, and the, uh, you know, the new battery-powered cars and you know, photoelectric cells and solar power and et cetera, et cetera. The consumption of silver is huge because it's one of those rare elements that uh, you can excite the, the atom in silver uh, so fast that it's a great conductor, very fast. 
And let's face it, you know, what what would you rather use for a conductor? Would you uh, cost wise? Would you rather use you know an ounce of, of gold or an ounce of silver? That's a pretty easy one. If it's on the expense side, I'd rather have an ounce of silver. Yeah, yeah, because it's going on to be- the revenue side. I'd rather, have, I'd rather have an ounce of gold. So, is a perfect store happening in silver? Yeah, is that what's happening? Uh, because you got inflation starting to drive up precious metals prices slowly, uh, and you've got this great silver demand coming. Um, do you think we're seeing a bit of a perfect storm starting to evolve in silver? I, I think we are. I, I think early next year, maybe by Q1 uh, or the latter part of Q1, I think you're going to see silver chomping at the bit. I think it's 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 going to break loose. And a lot of people are saying the exact same thing. I'm not just repeating it. We each have our own reasons for it. You talk to Keith Newmeyer, he's got his reasons for it. You know, you talk to, uh, say, Jim McDonald at Kootenai Silver, he's got... You know his his argument for it and everything else, and and actually you know if you, if you're following what Keith does, um, and I know you know him quite well, George, is that uh, if you looked at his last third quarters, he held back selling about 1.2 or 1.6 million ounces of silver, and and it even hurt his bottom line in the sense of you know earnings. Yeah, the silver kind of came back and had that good breath. Silver short squeeze run at the yeah. beginning of the first yeah. quarter and has come off since then. Yeah. But his conviction still remains yep. the same. Exactly. And he just said, nope, I'm not selling my silver at this price. And uh, I bet you dollars of donuts that uh, Keith will be right. And at the bottom line, you know, you'll see it. And I don't know if you saw the big move with uh, Randy, Randy Smallwood, with uh, wheat and precious metals and uh, oh. the big uh, silver stream. So they're buying into the huge silver stream trade. I, I, I think it was $146 million streaming debt or something uh, for a brand new mine to come online. So the interest is there and, and the value is there and everyone's looking, you know, now's the time. So I love to hear that. And, and I love to hear it for various reasons. One is, you know, typically junior stocks follow the price of silver to some degree. So if everything gets frothy, then hopefully, you know, everything is good for fabled silver gold. But on top of that is that um, the economics with the increase in price of, of, of silver changed dramatically in a hurry. And here I am, I'm sitting with something that, you know, is... And, and by the way, economics... Um uh economically speaking are you able to talk about historical what what was that what what silver price was necessary for a centenary in the past to be viable are you are we allowed to talk about that <clears throat> well it was never you no know, other than you know pea's done on it by previous owners and everything else it really never was in, in production to speak of george it was you know two two bulk samples taken out of it one oxide and one silver but I do know that they did a study or they had Tetratech Engineering do a study in 2018. It's on CDAR, it's documented and everything else. And they used $12.50 silver and they used $1,250 gold. And the um, internal rate of return on the project came back at something like 192%. And we know we're way up and we know and, we're and that, 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 Yeah, and that was all focused and extracting you know, high-grade material. And every dollar above that is just pure to the bottom line because you're, you're, 
you know, that, that study means the cost were incurred in that $12 and $1,200 plus yeah. whatever, whatever, you know, profitability would come out of it. So anything above and beyond that just goes to the bottom, just filtrate to the bottom line. That's right. But also it includes that, you know, the, the, they were just looking at the very super high grade component. And in, in our case, you know, we're showing them, hey, you know what, that high grade component's there, but there's this huge halo around this too. So you, you can do a thing. I, I will, dollars of donuts at the end of the day, and this is all said and done, there's probably going to be two methods of mining underground on this property. It's going to be bulk mining, you know, low grade, bulk tonnage, very, very cost effective. And then you'll have your narrow vein mining for the higher grade stuff. And, and do you plan to be around for that or do you want to get fabled silver? Do you want to get Santa Maria to the point where uh, you just tee it up for a, a major to come in and acquire it? Well, for myself anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll be divorced if I, if I put this into production. <laughs> okay, that's the answer. So then, then, how long did you get to that stage, Peter? Uh, again, to be clear for everyone at home, it's not a guarantee of a sale, but you're, you're going to do your next set of drilling with the two drills going. How how much is it another year or two until you get to the point and say, okay, I can package this and put it out there? Yeah. Well, the normal rule of thumb, and, and George, you probably remember this, is in the, there used to be a chart. Actually, I have one. Just, just hang on for a second. Sure. And Peter disappears and oh, he's back. I was yeah, I was uh, actually going through small files and I found this now. I now you won't be able to see it. Right? Oh, if you right there, right there. Yeah, we can see that. What are we looking at? Okay, this is the famous chart of uh, you have an ex exploration company and it's taking off and you know the the stock movement with it and then all of a sudden right, okay, right. I, I got. I got something now. I got a permit, and the price goes down. And then are they going to get the permits or not, or whatever? And then they, you know, they finally go into production and it starts climbing up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's the you know classic share price cycle, as, as I used to say. So there's that first wave of you know everything's going great, and then the second wave, which is not patient, and then that next even bigger wave when it starts to really come home. So what what the, the people should realize that also in the normal rule of thumb from exploration or discovery to production, if that's what the deposit has to make it work, it's usually seven or eight years. So you know we're one year into seven or eight years, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for anyone, but I think what will happen is next year when we're doing our definition drilling and then we're also doing our exploration drilling is that exploration drilling is going to tell you it's going to say wow you know those, those circles that i had george you know those four circles up in the, to the east and up in the north side if they start giving you some some joy then all of a sudden you know what that turns into definition drilling on those and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So the so the multiples become. And if one becomes important or two becomes important, well, you know what? That just just changes everything for for various things. And, and you got to you know how do you link all these together underground? Are you going to drill? You know, are you going to have one 
tunnel underground going, you know, snaking all over the property, or are you going to have various portals popping in and out of the surface, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Not a bad problem to have, mind you, but um, the, you know, there, there's a lot of things. So I'm, I'm very excited. I, I, I think it's going to be great. And I think it's the right time, right place. I think the shareholders will be um, well compensated for the, the faith in the company. Um, I, I know our guys are working in the field. I mean, it's been a year. They've been going flat out. These guys are getting tired. This is you know, seven, 24-7 for a year. You get anybody's not Superman anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, the, but overall, finishing with this, you've been really happy with what the year has has generated? Oh, you know, I, would I like to see, you know, more hits and bigger and better and, and everything else or every hole, you know, Give, give me silver from top to bottom. I would love that, but that's not reality. No, no of the course not. But on the, on the reality scale, how happy are you with what you guys have been able to, you know, discover through, your, yeah. through all this journey? Yeah, I'd say on a scale of one to ten, George, I'm probably with a eight point five, an eight eight point five. Uh, ultimately, um, if we do a resource that is vetted by a third party, and you know, the, the, the 4 million ounces grows exponentially. I'll be more happy because it's verification of not only what we see, but here's an independent person coming out and showing you, saying, hey, according to all the rules, this is what's there. And, and so we're off to the races. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. It, it's been a very busy time because as people you know, know or don't know, I mean, we're going like crazy with, with table silver, but on the same side, we're going like crazy with table copper. And, you know, you're dealing with the British. Yeah, we, and yeah, we even talk about that. We'll talk about that next time, but you know, that's, that's going to be a great, that's going to be a great thing for everybody as well. Well, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, and I had no intentions of this when it all began, it just kind of happened, George, but, if you had to pick two metals that are going to be in high demand as part of the, this green revolution, it'd be silver and copper. And it just happens that we have both of them and, and pretty exceptional in, in both of them. So uh, it, it bodes well. We should call it fabled green or something like that. Well, the conglomerate may be at some point, that's for sure. But, you know, in the meantime, fabled, if fabled copper can have the same you know, on the ground, underground, but I say on the ground, you know, on boots on the ground success that Fable Silver Gold has had, uh, then then Fable Copper is going to be in for a good couple of years as well. And, and we can't wait to hear more about that because that's not going to be too far away. No, I would expect, you know, um, early in December that we'll be off and running with Fable Copper. And at that time, our website will go live. And, um, you know, of course, we'll be informing the, the the public of you know what we've been doing all this time this summer on up in the mountains where I've been mm -hmm. hiding. So summer. you and I are going to be talking about copper sometime in the first ten days of December. We'll be back on here again. I, I would say there's probably a very good chance of it for some reason, George. Yeah. All right. Well, looking forward to that. But in the meantime, here, thanks for taking us through this because you know Santa Maria's spawned so many tentacles and so much going on that to just talk about it doesn't do any justice anymore. We got to help people visualize it. And that's why I'm glad we did this to get to give people visuals.
Yeah, and that was the purpose of, of taking this approach rather than talking about directly about one news release. I want, I want people to realize the difference between the expiration, definition drilling. What has this drilling told, told us, you know, from the beginning to where we are now? And then where it'll lead to. And I think, you know, I just tip my hats at all the guys to get us here, you know, in, in one year. It's well done. And as shareholders, we tip our hats as well, Peter. Can't wait to have you back. Thanks for taking all this time out to really walk everybody through this. Because I know people are going to watch or listen by podcasts. They're going to be, you know, they're, they're going to be taking you for a walk right now, right? They're going for a walk, or they've already finished their walk now. That's a, that was a great, that was a great opening by Peter. We appreciate it. So, so does that mean I have to send you another shirt or something? Um, <laughs> send me, send, uh, no shirt is done. How about a nice winter jacket? That would be good. And I'll do, and I, if you do that, I'll do, I'll do the next interview from my backyard. That well, would be something I could put to good use because I do it here. I'm going to melt. Yeah. I don't know if the budget will allow that, George, but I, I, I can get a squeegee and go out in the street there for you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm happy with this. This is going to become a collector. I'm going to get you to sign this one day right here. And, you know, and, I, and I'll keep this. And I'll say back in the day, yeah. you know, when, when, when the story was just coming out, we were there with you guys. But thanks, Peter. This has been awesome. Yeah. Great as always talking to you, George. Today, at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcasts on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Peter Hawley. He's a present CEO of Fabled Silver Gold. Trades in Canada under FCO and for our friends in the US under FBSGF. For those who are new to the story, uh, because you're seeing what's going on with precious metals prices and copper, and you're hearing about Fable Silver Gold, you want to do due diligence. Two ways to do that get to the company's profile on the GORCOM, where we neatly lay out the story for you in summary formats. You get a good thousand foot view of the company. And then from there, you can see a right about Peter. FabledSilverGoldCorp.com. Go there to do your deep dive due diligence because if you believe in the green economy that's coming, if you believe in the in the role that silver is going to play and that copper is going to play, then you've got to do your, your deep dive due diligence. Jeff will say we can tell you so. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.